All right. So we're at Leadership Worcester. One, two, three. It's Seltzer time. Yeah, it is. Thanks, guys. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Salt of Time Podcast. It's your boy Ricky, aka Dick Chuck, aka the man behind the can. Salt of Time official. Here is always with a conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about what's there. Travis. What is cracking fizzle fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. We are so glad you've come back and given us your ear holes so that we can uh, plug them, grace them with the sounds of our dulcet tones. <laughs> I try to come up with creative ways to talk about this podcast, but I just screw it up every week. Don't sit tone. I mean, we can add in the Beats pill and call it like the Viagra of. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week on the show, we have local graphic designer and producer for the Seltzer Time Review YouTube show, Mr. Kevin La. What's up, guys? But before we get there, you know what we got to do. Hey, Ricky, how was your week? What's up? Uh, I had to put that as the intro <laughs> last week. As much as we talked about it. Hey, yo, Duque! It's the best version it's of all time. It's the best. Um... I, my week was good, man. I what did I do? I worked, which was fun. Um, I'm no longer at Greater Good. This was my first week not being there. I don't remember if we talked about it last week. I think you said you were gonna put in your your final notice. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it just yeah scheduling. It, yeah, it worked out with like schedule wise, like not just yeah. not doing it. So that was fun. Um, so that's a thing. I is well, it weird so, not knowing that you're not pouring beers or pouring alcoholic beverages for the? It no, it like kind of actually. <laughs> it is weird being like, oh fuck, like I do not have the responsibility of pouring beers anymore. Sure, um, but it's good. It's it's really good. Uh, what did I do? I had Friday off, and so I chilled. Wow. So you had Valentine's Day off. I had Valentine's Day off. I uh, shout out to Katie Mahoney because technically I was scheduled to work that night. Katie covered it, and then I ended up giving my notice after. So I would have had to work, but Katie's an absolute legend. Um, what did I do this week? Yeah, just a whole bunch of hanging out. I watched a good amount of Thirty Rock. Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine's back. So I watched the newest three episodes of that. I didn't realize it was back on. So. But we have Hulu, so we watch on that. And okay, I'm, so you could binge it in a night. Yeah, yeah, we literally That's watched like an two hour episodes. Of television. Yeah, it's the best. We watched like two episodes on I think Wednesday night, and then f- or Thursday night or something, and then Friday uh, we got home from dinner and watched the newest one. So they're all pretty good. It's Still good. Funny. Oh yeah, dude, I love that show so much. I mean, I know you, you would watch Andy Samberg just staring into a camera for a half hour, but yes, I would. I love. I'm obsessed with Andy Samberg. Um, it got me thinking about how much I love him. The other day, uh, I saw on Facebook this, like, you know one of those things that's like, like on Twitter it was going around last week where it was like, top seven albums that describe my life. And I didn't do it. And then on Facebook I saw six people I'd love to have dinner with, dead or alive. And I was like, yo, I'm going to do this one. And I didn't put Andy Samberg in my What? Top. I know. What you know what it is? The only Bill part- Murray. Yeah, yeah. So it was Bill Murray. Duh. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Patrice Bergeron, Jay-Z, John Mayer, and oh my god, who was my Jay-Z, what did I say just now? Jay-Z, John Mayer, 
Ryan Reynolds, Bill Murray, Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron. Oh my god, I have no idea who I put as my other person. Kara Swift? No. <laughs> all dudes. You had a sausage fest? It was it was all dudes, yeah. I I'll look it up. Well, I'll look it up in a minute. But um but yeah, no, I didn't for some reason didn't put Andy Samberg. That's actually very strange. I feel like I for sure would have done that. I don't know. But um but yeah, so yeah, good had a good week, had a good good Valentine's Day, it was fun. Um then what oh shout out to Sparkle on Park. What is Sparkle on Park? It's like they're like a flower spot on Park Ave. Oh. Right across from Desi. Yeah. Yeah. It was they're so so rad. I uh, stopped in there to grab Naomi some flowers. So I got this cool little flower thing, this like cool little glass thing it was in. I don't know words at all, but it was dope. Got these cool little matches and stuff. It was it's a really rad spot. Matches? Like like stripe fire matches? Yeah, yeah. We usually like candles. Oh, so I was okay. like, oh, this looks kind of rad. So it was like a nice little match holder with these like cool matches in it. I don't know. I thought it was dope. She was she loved it. It was great. It sounds like you know your woman. So right? Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Nate. Nate told me about it oh. earlier that day. Nate I, Rossi? Yeah, I stopped to get a grilled cheese, and then I I was like, yeah, you need me flowers. And he's like, oh, I went to Sparkle Park. I was like, hell yeah. So popped in there. The lady who owns it. I'm so sorry. I don't remember her name, but. Uh, she was like, are you the seltzer guy? I was like, yeah. She knew you was the seltzer guy? Yeah, yeah. We That's talk- awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, we also talked about I Peel Oranges because she asked if I was I Peel Oranges as well. I was like, no. Um, she's like, yeah, like, I want him to come in here. I guess her son, she was like a little kid. Okay. And he loves watching uh, I Peel Oranges. Like the live peels? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he like, loves his Instagram. He thinks it's the coolest thing. So. Because it is. I Peel, if you're listening, go visit Sparkle and Park. You have, uh, a, you have a childish fan who loves you. And then there's also a kid over there that likes you, too. You're not just talking <laughs> about Ricky. It's not just me. But uh, I do love you. Um, I, had a, I had a good week, too, man. Hell yeah. Uh, so aside from Valentine's Day, which I'll touch on that later, uh, I had the opportunity to talk to Leadership Worcester. That was super cool. Um, I actually thought I was getting brought in as part of Hunchback Graphic, or like in terms of Hunchback Graphics yeah, and yeah. Graphic Design stuff. But it was actually for Seltzer time. That's what's up. Uh, it was myself. Um, Miss Sarah Canel Sanders, where I've been lovingly called Colonel Sanders. That's like her students. <laughs> oh, the best. The uh, best name. So Nikki Erskine from the city. Um, Stephanie Ramey from Discover Central Mass. And then, oh man, I'm forgetting the gentleman's name, but he's the current head of the Worcester Art Museum. And him and I had actually a really great conversation at the end. Nice. But we were talking about like who's telling Worcester's story right now and mm-hmm. what, is, what does that mean? And then like, we ended up getting into like talking about old buildings and I talked about how I went to the Olympia theater, you know, a couple months back and, uh, long story short, we realized that the city's turning 300 in 2021, Mm -hmm. right? I think it's 2021, 2021 to 2022. Um, but it'll be 300. We're gonna have our tricentennial and for having a 300 year old city, we, we should have old buildings that look like we've been here for 300 years, but yeah. we don't need just a whole bunch of, you know, clean, bright colored. We need that mixture. Totally agree. I mean, that's the great thing about Worcester. Like, Worcester, like, one side is, like, modern, and the next side is, like, yo, it's old Worcester. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, all the, like, for example, next to, like, um, the Boys and Girls Club, like, that little, like, road that's, like, all still brick. Yeah. It's not paved. It's yeah. Really cool. Small, yeah. but it's so cool. That stuff to me adds personality. For sure. Like yeah. You don't want to end up on it with your car because it's always a bad time. But 
like to have that there, knowing that it's more of like a walking path, is just super cool. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's where table talks going, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah they're in that same that intersection. Yeah, like the other side. I remember going over there. Caitlin showed me it like a week or two before the like article dropped. It's huge. Yeah, she showed me where it was going. I do remember the that brick wall. Uh, brick wall. The brick road was pretty dope. Um, yeah, we're. Shout out to Table Talk. We're going to have them on in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, I also got to talk to my buddy Bober. He's a college friend I haven't talked to in a really long time. He's down in Florida. He's booking shows and stuff like that. It was oh, fun cool. to catch up with him. He started a production company, so I get to do a branding project with him. Super excited. Yeah, that's exciting. But I just, I look back, we had a G chat, and the previous message to this past weekend was from 2013. And I'm like, damn, Bone. I mean, we've talked on other media platforms, yeah. but it was just even, it's cool. That's awesome. Um, and then the reason we're kind of interviewing Kevin today is because we recorded more YouTube content today. Pretty excited. Ricky and I have both awesome. been real active on trying to get content up there. Um, we've started to pad out the channel quite a bit. We're going to start putting up newer podcasts on top of the older ones and just try to get the entire back catalog up there. It's taken us a while. The back catalog. Well, dude, this is episode 59. Yeah, we have a back yeah, catalog. Like, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, Ricky mentioned that we have episode 69 coming up, so we're going to have to make that special because, you know, your boys are immature. What's up? Who should we talk to? Everybody's on the table for this one. Porn stars. Pawn stars. It doesn't matter. Dancing with the stars. The mass singer. Everything. The Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars. The freaking, freaking Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> we got it all. You let us know what you want. We'll try to book it. Word. I was about to say Houston Astro, but uh, that's a... Nah, man. It's Astro Glide? <laughs> Houston Astros. Oh. They'll just be banging on trash cans the entire time. They're just giving us signals the whole time. <laughs> oh, we're going to get Doug funny. Well, I love Doug. Banging on a trash can. Anyway. Drumming on a street light. Before we dig into this, just real quick shout out. Thank you, Alexis and Nate, for coming on last week. Um, I went and got Sarah one of those cookies. I got one for Naomi, too. I didn't get a chance at one of the super inappropriate ones, but currently Sarah's not drinking, so I thought I'd be clever and get her one that said wine. Ooh. So I still got her some wine for Valentine's Day. There you go. That's adorable. And it's W-I-N-E, not W-H-I-N-E. Because that'd be a little different connotation. <laughs> I think, yeah, I got Hannah one of those cookies like back in the days, and she thought it was hilarious. I just like... Do you remember what it says? I had to go through my photos. and Tongue punch your fart box? Something really stupid. Solon texted me about that last night, and I was laughing so hard about how we said we should have framed it. <laughs> his text, all like literally, his text to me last night was, uh, "Oh man, it can't be that far back." Yeah, right there. He goes, "Quote framed photo of the dirt hole." <laughs> I literally couldn't stop laughing. It's so funny. Oh, speaking of last night, uh. Shout out to Derek and Tina. Yeah, guys, congratulations. Ooh. The new Mr. and Mrs. Grimm. Yup, killed it. It was absolutely, like, it was such a nice wedding. It looked like, I mean, they were gorgeous together. Yeah, they're adorable. Uh, the place was really, really, really cool, really nice. Um, the food was delicious. What'd you have? I got the chicken. Okay. Uh, Naomi got- Safe. Yeah, yeah. It was, So the thing is, like, Naomi picked it for me, because I'm an idiot and forget to do everything. So she's like, I got the chicken. I'm like, oh, word. I'll eat anything. Like, sure. I'll, it's, I'm not very picky. 
she got a vegetarian option, which was like a cauliflower steak. Really? Yeah, it was oh. really good. That's a or it bold, looked really good. She liked it. I mean, that's just that's a bold vegetarian option. I yeah. like that they're going some flavor and it's not just like some crap salad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was dope. Um it was really, really good. Everything like the potato everything I had last night was delicious. All the uh hors d'oeuvres were dope. The cake was really, really good. It was like a blueberry lemon. Ooh. It was awesome. Like it sounds nice and fresh. Yeah. I had some rose, a couple glasses oh, dude, of rose. Does Spindrift make a blueberry lemon? No. If they made a blueberry lemon, I bet that would be good in their weird. Yeah, no, taste. Polar does it, but not. That's what it is. Polar does it. Polar anyway. does it, but not. Wait, Polar has a blueberry lemon? No, yeah. it comes in the bottle. It comes in the bottle. I always get it. It's like one of my favorite flavors. Really? I've never seen it in a can. I've never had it. That sounds really, really good. It's good. Needs gin. Oh, yo, also, Mezcal's the move because it's Mezcal Christmas all year long, but also, gin's kind of like the move as well. Gin's like the. Gin's like Thanksgiving. Mezcal is Please, like, please continue. You know, I'm just saying, like, the other night... So, okay, me not drinking for the month of February only lasted, like, a week. boy. <laughs> I, I was surprised. I wasn't gonna... Well, no, so, like, I wasn't gonna drink. Um, and I didn't for oh, a minute. And then my last... So my, okay, so I didn't drink for exactly seven days. February 7th, I think, was my last night at Greater Good. So, so you had to have a beer. I had to have my last beer. So I went with the Pilsner, second wave. It's delicious. Um, so then I was like, well, you know, I'm going to have this, and then that's it. And then two days later, I <laughs> went to Boston and saw the used and had some drinks with my buddy Mike, had some Fernet and Cokes. Fernet and Coke is delicious. Fernet and Coke. Yeah, it's huge in like Argentina or something like that. <laughs> Kevin um, Shake. So I've still never had Fernet. I need to try Fernet. We should, it's awesome. We should probably record it for the channel. <coughs> yeah. You, my face will be, I'm assuming, hilarious. It's nectar of the gods. That's what you I, say all the time. It I'm, is. I'm like imagining like the one of the last days of the dive, and Hannah had her first shot of Fernet at the dive, which is funny. It was like one of the last days at the dive, and her face went like happy to like extreme disgust. <laughs> It's hilarious. That's awesome. Back when I was drinking, like rum and cokes were the move for me. Yeah. Because I don't like the taste of alcohol, so I need something like coke to bury it. See, I like rum, but I don't really like rum and coke. It's just too many sweet things going on at once. Yeah. Uh, rum lemonades are still one of my favorite things. If oh, I'm ever in a tropical good. island, a frozen rum lemonade is is my move. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great, actually. I'm sitting poolside. Oh, let that be your choice next Dude, time. Dude, banana coladas are what I was ripping in the when I was in the Bahamas. So good. Oh my god, yeah, banana coconut and rum. Later, oh, guys. Yeah. More for you. Later. The things you do for banana coladas at the Bahamas. Do a lot of ben, rock a banana hammock. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, oh, yo. Also, real quick before we keep going. Uh, this year, Mezcal Christmas is officially brought to you in part by the North Face. They are our hammock sponsors. Hammock Life 2020 coming at you. Guess what, Worcester? Everybody thought it was cool to just, you know, yell woo. Woo's canceled. We're canceling woo. Canceled. It's canceled. all about hammocks. If I'm driving down the street and you don't have a hammock, don't even talk to me right now. Fair. That's it. Mezcal Negronis in a hammock all year long. Mezcal Christmas. 
So if you want to know what the heck he's talking about, watch the YouTube channel and you're probably still going to get confused anyway. And also just get ready because we're definitely teaming up with the North Face someday. For hammocks. Hammock. We are the official hammock spokesman of the North Face. Yeah, North Face is the official hammock sponsor of Seltzer Time. So we're like currently trying to get one, right? It's officially unofficial. I don't think they make them. I don't know. I tried looking quickly earlier. I'm going to look deeper into it, but... Nice. We're going to do it. So this week on the show, we have local graphic designer, meme extraordinaire, producer for the Seltzer Time Review YouTube show. You say something, within 13 seconds, Kevin's got a meme made of it. That's true. And uh, according to John DeMoga, the jackknife of Worcester. Correct. Mr. Kevin fucking La. What's up? Kevin. We've been singing this because <laughs> Ricky made it up. Yeah, he made it up one of our episodes, and like I was like, I need to have this as a ringtone. Now it's not. It's now my official ringtone. My. That's I'm not gonna funny. lie. I'm a little upset that the Grammys didn't recognize it. But to be fair, I think we didn't put it out. We didn't put it out until. So yeah. So we kind of. It look Just, for it, Grammys 2021, Kevin Law theme song. <laughs> we still break. we still have time to make a record of the year. <laughs> we'll do a remix with like the baby or some shit. <laughs> Once he come back, so <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not even. I hate. I'm not a big the baby fan. I actually have no idea. Baby, if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. I just don't get it. Doesn't do it for me. So. Kev, uh, <laughs> for starters, I want to uh, thank you on the podcast for always being a super big supporter. Uh, we have tons of content with your face and your silliness. So what, what, what have I done? Smash cans with my head. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. So I'm actually talking to Joe Jacobs about working on a new intro for the YouTube channel. And yeah. I'm like, dude, do you have any footage? And thinking back, I'm like, do you still have the Kevin? He's like, I got you. Yeah. So Joe, if you're listening, I can't wait to see what you're working on. Awesome. There's me biting into a can, try, like like shotgunning it, but instead of like pre-opening it, I actually bit it with my Teeth? Oh my god, that makes me die. Travis and I got uh, chicken sandwiches. That's right, and I'm just staring at you slack jawed. You're like, what the heck? And the people next to us, like, do you just bit into a can? I'm like, yes, I, I do actually remember that. That was early last summer last year. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, times man. I would pull up Mama Roo Rick, chicken Ricky. sandwich yeah. on a Thursday <laughs> night. Sorry. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mama Roo chicken sandwich on a Thursday night is the best. I miss when he does from like Wednesday. Middle of the summer. And so, yeah, like when he did it, like Wednesday to Saturday, it's like the best. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Bring it back. Bring it back. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. What what other content I did? I would go behind the bar at the dive, open up cans next to Ricky, just to shock him, <laughs> and like throw him off. Oh, there was one I got celebrity dunk tanked, and you ran around the back oh, and I just ran, doused I, me with seltzer. I went like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you go, what the fuck? I didn't know what was going on. It all got my eyes. <laughs> That's I mean, you couldn't see either way. Yeah, but I'm in this dunk tank. I didn't want to get wet. No, I was, yeah, good boy. No, I was so sick, though. But you That's, were sick. Yeah, that was, a, that. that was a low, low point in my year last year, but I... Powered through. Dude, see, I'm so I'm watching all the old content now because I'm putting it all up on YouTube. Yeah. Like, for starters, you've been fucking up the intro since, like, the fifth episode. That sounds about right. 
It's I love it. I absolutely love it. I talk in like the fourth or fifth episode how I can't look you in the eye. And even to today, I'm looking down at the computer (laughs) reviewing my notes to not look at Ricky so he can get through the intro. But by the time the seventh or sixth episode and he actually did it, you guys were like celebrating for at least two (laughs) I did. I literally heard that episode recently. You stuck the landing! Finally. But even like I'm going through all the old Instagram content and pulling it into compilations. And like there's the the Ricky biting it in. Uh, I'm sorry, the Kevin biting. But you had Mike Dion that same day out at Summer of 76 and the audio got dropped off. But it was like Mike D, Naomi, two other people. Oh, no, that wasn't Summer of 76. That was the Coney Island birthday 100-year birthday yeah. party. That's what I, it was. Yeah, the sound never worked on that. But Mike D, shout out Mike D, bit into the side of the can and it's so like oh, he did. underrepresented in the video, but I'm watching <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, Mike, your poor teeth. <sighs> and Kevin, your poor teeth. It it's not my teeth, it's my gums. Regardless, <laughs> your, poor mouth, your poor mouth. I mean... Back in my college days, I always do it with Bud Light cans and, like, <laughs> Heineken cans. Okay. And it got to the point that we actually made ornaments of my bitten cans on the Christmas tree. Oh, my God. And we had it up there for, uh, I think, for a whole entire semester. There's a time I actually, like, bit it and it said, send nudes on the cans. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you bit the word send nudes? Yeah. That's it, impressive. Yeah, it's very college. My teeth hurt just thinking about that. Yeah, my college days are horrible. Horrible. I used to like chug a bottle of Jameson and call it a night. Oh, so like, like, no I would like, thank you. It's funny. I would like, my friends go, yeah, yeah, Kevin's cooking, but he'd like chug a whole entire bottle of Jameson and he's passed out in the bathroom, puking, and just sleeping there. To the point that they actually put a <laughs> sign that says Kevin's bedroom at the bathroom. Really? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Always pass out, like, while the shower's on for some damn reason. As long as you don't drown. Was your head out? So, like, I remember... They, the college. best part about the, the assumption is, like, their shower, they have a seat. So, I just, like, sat there and just slept while the shower was Oh, on. you sat in the shower? Yeah. That's funny. Go. I walked in on a kid that was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it was a community bathroom, and I just needed to pee. And his head sticking out from underneath the shower, but his bottom end is underneath. And he's just done. This is kid Luke from New York. He was a fucking maniac. So I I walk in and he looks up and he's like, help me. And I looked down. He was this big, massive motherfucker played football. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do for you? I said, sleep it off. And I fucking went back to bed. (laughs) And he was fine the next night. Or the next, whatever. Classic Luke, you know? So, the... The ornaments out of bitten cans is pretty interesting. That's, yeah. We never did that kind of stuff. I mean, we repaired, so we put a lot of holes in our walls, and we would spit on uh, just like notebook paper, hawk loogies on notebook paper, and cover it up. We Rockwell, shout out Rockwell, would make posters out of them, and he would just slap it out. And then the end of the end of the semester, we would patch him up. We had this kid French. Have I told the story on the podcast? I don't think so. We had this kid French that was buddies of one of our roommates. At this point, I'm living in a suite, eight dudes, eight, two kids to a bedroom, and then we have a common room. And our common room is just tile. We would get it filthy with beer and nasty shit, and then Rockwell would clean it by just taking a bucket of water and dumping it, and the it would just the dirt would get sloshed around, and then it was cleaned. Um, oh yeah. my god, that's yeah, it's it's gross. It's so, so gross. gross. Um, so we bring this kid French up, and he would repair all the holes, and we pay him with a thirty rock, a thirty rock, a thirty rack. <laughs> um, and he was the drywall. That's what he did professionally. He didn't go to college. Oh, that's cool. So he would fix all our walls, and then get fucking up. Obliterated, and then one night he fell asleep on our couch in the common room. And the way the couches were, they had like really high 
uh, armrests, and they were really boxy, really strong made. So we duct tape them inside this this couch, and it's like we cross his arms and make a bed of duct tape. You had me thinking about this, talking about duct taping somebody to the wall when we were. Recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, uh, again, yeah. And then flipped the whole couch over. So he was in, oddly enough, a duct tape hammock, just laying there on like his, and he fell asleep. We woke up the next morning and he's screaming, you motherfuckers, sorry, Gary, out of here. We're all just <laughs> giggling in our room. We left him there for an hour. Oh, that's so funny. I would have just fell out of sleep. That's a way to thank somebody for coming to fixing your mess. There you go. Yeah. Mess with them. What else that kind of college stuff did you do? I feel like you were, I mean, you're also fresh out. You're uh, 10 years younger than Ricky and I. Yeah. So what else, what else you got? Like, what are the college kids doing these days? Uh, man, like every four years is really interesting compared to like my brother who was like a senior in college compared to what I just like came out a year ago. Their, their way of partying is like way more wild than we are. They're like punching holes everywhere. I never uh, did any of that. They had like I a college, but my, <laughs> well, my friend, there. my friend, shout out to Jose, he had a um, mascot with, as a horse and we call it Betsy and we had it around parties all the time. And like, like a stuffed horse, like a, a toy horse? A toy horse. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we had a, a deer head and we called him Bruce and his eye fell off one time. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's frightening. What? Yeah. But back to Betsy, um, for some reason, the last week, our senior week, some guy kidnapped Betsy and ripped it apart and put it on Instagram, said we murdered Betsy. And everybody like went wild, the place was trashed, the whole entire dorms were trashed. Why would you murder Betsy? I don't know. People are wild. You do you do shit like that in college. I have a story like that too. I don't know if we want to just get into college or you didn't go to college, so we can move on. No, we can do whatever you guys want. I'm down. Alright, so I knew a kid in college that he was a couple years older than me. I went to high school with him and we were friends then and we were friends in college. Um, and we lived in the same dorm. This is probably my freshman year. This is my freshman year. And uh, right now we are currently in Travis. Yeah, oh my God. I, was, <laughs> I would love to go back. Memories. Anyway, um, this kid slept with a teddy bear, right? And he was like 1920, maybe even 21, slept with a teddy bear. <clears throat> so we thought it'd be funny. To kidnap said teddy bear. That's so messed up. Oh my god! So we kidnapped the teddy bear. Um, we have airsoft pistols in our um, in our rooms. If you don't know what an airsoft pistol is, it shoots plastic bullets with springs. We had the spring ones. Um, and Rockwell and I are roommates. We make a like a terrorist style wanted poster or ransom note with like I'm wearing a black balaclava I have one of these airsoft pistols up to the, the teddy bear's head and we bound it in like duct tape and like put one over its mouth we went a little too far but we held and said uh, $500 ransom um, call and we put Rockwell's number because nobody knew Rockwell's number at the time call this number to negotiate so we get a call. We sneak it down there. Get a call from him, and like an hour or two hours later, he says he's willing to pay it. Um, somehow they figured out it was us, and then all of a sudden we get a knock on our door, and it was like it's not like a, it's a, and we look out, and it's our buddy Rich, and he has a cricket bat, 
and he's standing and then they're all standing there with their airsoft pistols and they're saying we're here for the bear and I stuck my head out and I'm like what and I wasn't paying attention because Rich, Rich was real smart and he shoved a cricket bat right in the door right as I oh. opened it so then they fight their way in they were shooting each other with airsoft bullets we're not supposed to have I'm in a state college we're not supposed to have any of this shit that's no, alright and this yeah. is facing the common room so the RA or the dude that's supposed to be like, like floor guardian is right across the way and could come out at any moment and we're screaming um they go in, successfully rescue the bear, which has been duct taped to the ceiling. So they jump up, get that, basically have this Navy SEAL 6 extraction mission. And then just, we all go back to being normal friends and we think it's the funniest thing ever. That was a Thursday. Yeah, that's that sounds like maybe we, my friends and I, we kidnap. So we have, so my friends, I don't, I commute, but like I live with my friends. So like basically I commute without paying anything. There you go. So there's the guys' room and there's the girls' room. And every Thursday, they get drunk. So one time, we thought it was a good idea to kidnap one of the teddy bears and hung it and actually, like, locked the door and put it on ransom. And we realized, like, she's so drunk that she's, like, balling up crying while half of them are trying to break in the window. And we're like, yeah, this is not a good idea. But it's been going on for, like, weeks and weeks. Uh, there's times, like, they were all fall asleep drunk and we flip all their furnitures, like, their couches, the beds... The fucking kitchen was like all upside down, and they would do the same thing the week after because we did that. And it's been like going on. Oh, so prank wars. Oh, prank wars. Yeah, yeah. I have videos and videos of it, and I always show it to my friends every time. We're like, I'm bored. Like we haven't talked to each other. Here's the dumb video that I did. Yeah. So yeah. That see, that's I don't miss anything about like the college educational experience. I just like being in the dorms with a bunch of my buds, or even like people that I kind of got along with, but we could just be rambunctious. Yeah. Like one of the dumbest things that college did was our freshman year. All the freshman dudes got uh, a little can of Axe with their like entering kit. It's more of like a personal hygiene thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, hey, you may not have had parents that told you to put on deodorant, but here you, you should probably put on some deodorant. Yeah. Hey, go smell like you are going to loft 50 whatever. What's that right. place? Loft something? Loft, yeah. Uh, loft. Lock 50? No, 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 no. The loft. Le- uh, Park Avenue, right across from Leitrim's. Yeah, just it's, like It's now the new action. college bar. Everybody doesn't go to Leitrim's anymore. Gotcha. Everybody goes to loft now. Oh, really? Oh, the yeah. loft. That's what it is. I yeah. drove by Leitrim's the other day on Friday night on our way home, and there was a line of people outside, and they all were dressed like it was July 15th. That's freshmen's. That's it was, I, I got, literally, I was almost like, should I, like, give these girls my coat? Like, I felt so bad, it, but also, like, it's fun because yeah. that's, how, that's how I started going to the die because, like, I'm not going to fucking Leeds. I'm not going to laugh. No, Leeds is gross. It's carpeted. It's disgusting. I mean, I, then I went to dive. I'm like, DD, I'm like, yeah, I'll rip a beer and, like, just chill. And that's how I knew John. John would give me free crackers and next thing you know, I'm working behind his truck. Move. Yeah. It's a move, but like, yeah, that's why everybody like, where the fuck are you in? Third so that's how you got started. Yeah, like literally, Han and I, we would just go to the dive, because um, it's funny enough, we found out Mama Roo, but there's times I always try to jump over uh, the fence at the dive just for a chicken sandwich. Because <laughs> you're, you're underage. Because I'm underage. I'm 20. 
I don't give a shit about the beers. I'm so sorry, but I don't give a shit about the beers. Yeah. I want a fucking Szechuan chicken sandwich. There you go. Yeah. This is the time when Rick and Morty were like hyped about the freaking Szechuan Wait, chicken. Wait, he made a Szechuan chicken sandwich during yeah. Rick and Morty? I wasn't. But, but the, was, he, that was unintentional. He didn't like want to make like the actual McDonald's sauce. Yeah. He actually made like actual good Chinese. That sounds so good. Yeah. That was his first It's year? his first year. And like, so, Hannah, like, where is this fucking Mamaru truck? And we realized, like, oh, this might be, like, outside the dive. And we realized, like, it's fucking inside. That was the so trick. we're trying to, like, find a, like, secret walls 2018, trying to fucking jump over. <laughs> but we got caught a couple times. We're like, oh, it's fine. So, well, next, like, next thing you know, like, when we got turned 21, I gave my fucking ID to Mike D for the first time. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting that fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you'd go, you turn 21, and then you just befriended John? Yeah, it's it's funny. Like so, like our one hundredth year, we would everybody would go to Compass, and I hate Compass, and like I just it's not my scene. Like everybody's singing, they're getting too drunk. I'm like, I'm getting. I think I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, at twenty years old, I'm getting too old for this. (laughs) And like I'm I'm like, oh shit, the dive. The beer selection because I've been to Arnsby before. I'm like, holy fuck, this is actually good beer. So like the first, I would just get porters. Usually my go-to is like anything is trillium, uh. and then like I would go to the back and like chill and like order a sandwich. And next thing you know, John approached me. He's like, "Hey man, on the house," and I was like, "That's fucking dope." He asked me if you want to smoke. Smoke? Do I smoke? I'm like, "No, not cigarettes." He's like, "No weed." I'm like, "Oh, cool." I went to the back, talked more. Realized we went to the same high school. We hate the same people. Hate the same <laughs> teachers. Next thing you know. <laughs> I, so did you ask him for a job that he asked no, you? No, he, he actually asked me, he's like, dude, I need some help sometime over here. I'm like, I actually used to work in a kitchen, like, and we always talk about food. Why not? And then next thing you know, I'm working behind him. And I, I have no problem working with John. He's probably the, the most easiest person to work with. Is he really? Yeah, to me, he's like That's the most, he's, he's like really, he's like, if you do a little mistake, he's not like, hey, this no he's like hey next time can you not and it's really lax so i don't mean this in any negative sense i just mean that john is very passionate about the at the caliber of food he puts he's out and he very, wants things done a very certain way yeah i would think he'd be a little tough to work with oh yeah he he's a but he understands like the standard that so i understand his standard jive. oh yeah it's a jive but, like we understand we communicate a lot you know like during his busy times like like one hour we would go through like 50 sandwiches and like we, we wouldn't oh, I like it. we just look at each other like yeah we're gonna just drop six six chicken in the ba- in the fryer on on and we were like smooth all smooth nothing crazy that's true yeah like I, I understand his standard I know it's his tension like he wants it this way that way that way I'm fine with it huh. yeah you okay one of my favorite things in the entire world the last night the dive was open this guy there was five million people in there literally people just it was towards the end of the night we're out of everything like we we had like four or five i think we had four beers left on draft we had nothing left in the cool uh in the i saw the video you said we're out of fucking beer well that's the thing i'm like i so it's i was yelling this guy was like ordering stuff and i'm like no man we're out and he ordered like something else like no we don't have that and he's like he said something else, and I was like, dude, we're out of fucking beer. We have, I think I said we're out of fucking IPAs. I was like, because we had like four beers out there with like random styles. And then I was like, I can do a gin and tonic or something. 
he yelled back at me and I said something back and I'll never forget JT and I talk about this all the time. Before he even got done talking, you had made a meme of, of so, oh my god, I wish I could remember yeah. what it was. It was like me yelling, we don't it have any the, fucking it's, beer. It's the girl and the cat. Oh yeah, that's what it was, it's the girl and the cat. <laughs> but you like slipped into making about that within like I don't even know if I was done talking yet and all of a sudden I look over and you're showing me your phone and it's that and can you, dude oh my god JT talks all the time he's like how the fuck did he make that so fast I'm like I have no idea you're like a meme wizard I spend too much time on the internet that's the problem but like <laughs> what got you into doing that it's funny because like once there's a joke I immediately like oh shit I remember like something on the internet I saw that's I immediately so like sick. search it up on Google fucking copy it went to Instagram fucking put on the text and you know this is fucking hilarious yeah dude you killed it every single time it's, it's all, a blessing and it's a curse they're always like you are the number one meme king of Worcester do you have folders upon folders of just like saved material so for the last three weeks of the dive I actually have a folder of yeah like all of that we can't talk about some we of can't those. talk we'll talk about it like a couple of years in the future yeah I don't like right save now. I literally don't save memes or anything like that like i i think they're funny for the most part like i don't follow meme accounts or, or anything like that either but i like i think they're funny and then i move on if it's really funny i'll send it to somebody and then i'll move on with my life the only memes i have on my phone right now there's two that kevin has sent, has sent me during that like last couple weeks of the dive that i think are the two funniest things i've ever seen in I think my life. The, the best one you love is the Obama giving Obama the medal. Yeah. There's an Obama giving Obama a medal and the words that Kevin added to it are unbelievable. I think I remember this one. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it was very fitting. The funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and, and Ricky does love himself a good meme. It, it's funny though because like I, I, I got addicted to it because during power I'm like what would be a really funny, engaging marketing way, like guerrilla style, to get people involved in like getting thing of Palo? Yeah, yeah. I go. I'm just make a. I'm gonna just make a crap ton of memes for, like every day or for like every week, so like Powell will repost it. Yeah. And they actually have like, hey, at least this is like funny and it will be stuck on somebody's mind. So like, yep. they're during meetings. Shout out to Jeremy. We will make like the the Powell Jesus memes. And like there's one time we have a power outing. It was Jeff's birthday, I think. And like um Jeremy was talking to another guy who has long hair and a beard. And Mike Retrieve was like, is, is that a Jesus meeting? And I started laughing my ass off and we just started doing Jesus meeting the whole time. And then we started doing like inside jokes of like during the meetings, I would just make a meme and it was hilarious. And then during the week, I would make memes of the artists and they would love it. They were like laughing their ass off. And they're like, how the fuck do you do this? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm glad you like it. And like, it's getting involved with the artist and like the audience. Yeah. I need to admit that I don't fully understand meme culture. Uh, I don't really either. I just think Kevin's the best. I I (laughs) I do. I find them funny, but I, I, my brain doesn't think of things as in like, here's a picture. That's me when, yeah. like, I don't know. It's interesting. It's just very interesting just to watch somebody do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. That's why I love your Instagram so The best part is, like, when Travis and I are working on design for Paolo, and Travis goes, are you working? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're making a meme on you. Travis is banging on that. <laughs> he's like, and I turn around my screen, like, yeah, I am. 
You're like, God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> but I mean, like, so truthfully, going forward, I mean, this season coming up, like, we can be building memes into the, the marketing strategy. And for any company, really, like, mm-hmm. memeing is modern day marketing. It's, it's funny because oh, yeah. I, I went through, like, different other um, social media platforms. Whoever runs, like, the Gordon Ramsay um, YouTube account, they will always put memes all the time about the lamb sauce or anything. It's hilarious. Really? But it works really well because people are engaging and the people, like, Wendy Sue, like, whoever hire this person, give them a raise or something. Oh, Wendy's. The Twitter, Wendy's Twitter. Exactly. I, I, that's a team of people. I don't think it's just one person. I know, but still, wow. like, it works really well because it community engagement and it just gives a lot of, like, conversations for everybody. So, like, I was thinking, like, how can we do that for our brands? That's frozen! <laughs> what? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. It's uh, frozen. He, did you see the hot ones? I, we watched the hot ones that he did. Where he's pouring the lemon and the lime lemon. juice. Yeah. It's the best. He's, he's such a, a psycho. Like, <laughs> it was, I was so surprised. He brought surprised. up a donut and, like. <laughs> yeah. Donut it's so hilarious. Good. I was very surprised. You fucking donut. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. So we're talking about designing memes, but you don't just design memes. I know that that's that's something I do for my free time, which, as you know, I have too much free time. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. But not not just designing uh, memes, but I also like to do you know parodies and like something fun for you know Worcester. Funny enough, back in the day in high school, I hated Worcester. Hate it. Did you? No. Yeah, I just want to move out and just go to Boston. But what's funny is um, my sophomore year of college, um, shout out to Hannah, my girlfriend, um, she sent me a secret wall uh, Instagram post. And I thought it was interesting. So that's how I got involved with Powell. Oh, you went to that first secret wall? I went to that first secret wall. That's my first event. I met John Bo and Tommy, and then I kind of met Che. I met Jess through. Uh, through uh, Chick Weiss, Joe Weiss' dad. I was talking to Chick. Dude, Chick. Random aside. Chick Weiss gave me a story about the Dead Sea Scrolls and how the Dead Sea Scrolls were here in Worcester. If we're doing Drunk History of Worcester, I got to talk to Chick Weiss because he has Chick some stories Weiss for Chick Weiss is the man. Actually, he's the reason why I actually fell in love with Worcester now, too. He's like, so he used to be a um, board director for a middle school called Nativity School Worcester. Okay. And he... I didn't know then, but we they did like a lot of community service stuff with Worcester and all that. And next year, no, I was talking to him. I'm like, I'm like, at New Tradition, I talked to him. He's like, yeah, I've been giving out tours for these parents who live in Worcester, but don't know anything about Worcester. I go, holy shit, you planted that seed when I was in middle school. Now I'm doing the same thing like I want to do. Yeah, show people about Worcester. And yeah, exactly. And then like every time while I was in college, I want to show people Worcester before they leave Worcester. It's like, hey, you should come back because, you know, the place you went to college, it's more than you think. Right. And then there's so much shit to do because, you know, up and coming stuff like, you know, we have the ballpark. We have new business. We have a lot of things going. And I'm really happy about it now compared to like back while I was in high school. I was like, screw this. I'm just going to go to Boston or New York uh-huh. and like start up something new. While here, you just it's nothing moving. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I find it fascinating that I'm sure a lot of college kids, or at least it's my understanding that a lot of the local college kids feel that way. Um, I had an opportunity to give a tour of the powwow murals downtown to some of the Holy Cross students. And as I'm showing them around, I heard two of the kids say, oh, man, we should probably get off the hill a little more often. Correct. And I'm like, goodness, guys, you have a whole city at your feet and you don't go explore. But then I think back to when I was in college and I was in New Britain, Connecticut, which is a pretty large city comparatively to Connecticut cities. And I barely, barely left the campus. Really? Same thing with Assumption because, like, you know, it's in Salisbury. It's, like, deep in. It's very gated. And then, you know, if you, uh, what's the Red Sox? Um, Alex Richardson, who recently got hired from what's the Red Sox, he didn't know anything about this until he, like, he, he met up with me. Like, you know, everybody, like, how? Like, because, you know, while I was in so- a sophomore, I actually, like, tried to reach out. Like, any events to any college kids out there, like, if you go one event, it, it would spark up a lot of things in Worcester. And I recommend doing that. It, for me, it was Secret Walls start, and then meeting Jess, and then next thing you know, I'm at the dive, meeting Ricky, meeting you. Yeah. Like, holy crap, two years now? Well, so we, I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that stuff, but... We, we can talk about it. I'm really fucked about it. <laughs> so the first time I met Kevin, we were standing at Elm Park. We were getting our photo taken for Correct. the cover shot of Worcester Magazine. We had just snuck... Uh, guest of the show Sam Bonacci we snuck his VW bug up onto the sidewalk then into the park and it was parked right there and we were all climbing on top surprised they didn't die on the spot and here comes Kevin Law who's apparently getting his photo taken with us as part of the committee and I'm like who is this motherfucker just waltzing in at the last minute like what has this kid done right I'll admit to all this I told this right to your oh, face oh yeah you can say it in my we, face we've I talked about this yeah Come to find out that the kid has been there long before I have, is far more committed to the cause at this point than I was, and the only reason he hadn't been there is because he was in a medically induced coma for, what, three months? Six months? Four months, yeah. Four months. Yeah. I knew knew that. I didn't know it was like the powwow stuff. I didn't know it was around that time. So, and you were rail thin, so you didn't look like your Instagram. No, I didn't. I was, for, for anybody who can't visually see this, I used to be like 260. And sure. I'm now like 160. You look well, comfortable now. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable in your weight? Yeah, I feel comfortable. I mean, I feel comfortable before then too. Understood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then getting to know Kevin, I've kind of taken him under my wing in terms of powwow. Because I really need somebody to help me with the graphic design stuff when we get into the heat of shit. And there's no money for Paolo. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it because you want to do it. And in my eyes, nobody else gets it like Kevin. So I've been, I brought him in and he's been helping me. And like, I love seeing what you're doing with these, these graphics. I mean, I rock my Kelly Square shirt whenever it gets clean. Yeah, (laughs) I want to talk about that. Um, But... I know that the the girls do whatever they want, or girls do what they want, yeah. just wrapped yesterday. Yeah, they just wrapped. Um, it's like the longest pre I did, so like people would complain about like, hey, your pre is like only a week. It's not enough. So I did a month, and of course, um, shout out to Brenda Hayes, uh, Alex Hayes' mom. Um, we want to do Girls Inc. Uh, che and I, we talked about it. Um, he, he came up the concept, I came up the design, 
and I thought it was cool. And we like, hey man, I think we shouldn't do a for profit thing for this. I think it should be like hands down like for a cause. This is like really something powerful. Um, and he thought of Girls Inc. I thought it was a great thing to to do Girls Inc. because um, one of my family friends back in the day we used to like babysat her. She went through Girls Inc. and now she's like. Uh, she went to South High, graduated South High, and she's on full scholarship at Harvard. That's awesome. That's so yeah, she's she's doing really well. Um, sending her hoodie for that. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was cool. Um, also, the other Worcester stuff. Um, I thought it was fun to... Um, I, I love Jess stuff. I love Worcester wears. But I understand like sometimes people don't like to do parodies and all that. So I thought... How about do like my kind of stuff, but not make it a long run to you know, like not to be competitive, but like kind of fun for like a hunter community. Yeah, and, you know, one off short one one off things, short things. So yeah, so that's what I thought was cool. You done what four now? I done no. I done. <laughs> I done three. Che did the first one with the Worcester in the neighborhood one. Yeah. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah. Rip it, off white. And then I yeah. did I did a rip off of Turtle Boy with a brand named Bape. Okay. It's a Japanese brand. And then uh, I did... I always thought that was Boppy. I know. It sounds funny. Um, (coughs) What was right? The Kelly Square one. Yeah. That that one's really funny. Um, I have a couple, like, parody accounts came over to me. Like, hey, I thought it was cool you did, like, a Newport parody because they banned menthol cigarettes in Worcester. I'm like... Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. They banned Did menthol they really? cigarettes? I don't know. I got a message from that. Menthol cigarettes are awful anyway. They're awful. But like, uh, I, I used to work at a convenience store. I believe you. I have no idea. <laughs> I know they're terrible, but, but menthol is extra fiberglass. So they're like extra terrible. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, I, I did the parody because I used to work at a convenience store um, two stores away from like Electra Hayes, but actually right next to Tom's. And like my cousin used to sell Lucy. So I was like, I thought it was funny to do like Kelly Squares and Lucy's because it's it's so perfect. Yeah. And like apparently that was like my largest pre-order. I was surprised because a lot of people I had a really great reception from that. I have friends I haven't heard from high school order that. Um, shout out to my friend Liam, Liam Crowley, who is a producer for part of my take from Barstool, ordered one. I'm like, holy crap, this is actually doing something. That's this dope. is doing well. Is he is he part of the Crowley's? No, he's not part of the Crowley's. So. Shout out the Crowley's. The Crowley's. We're still waiting for that phone call, guys. Oh my god! Yeah, we had our first. Not not the ski pass. The the other one. <laughs> the ski pass. We had our first. We, we don't person. do much exercising. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we had our first guy come at us on Twitter on the Seltzer Time account. What happened? Yeah. Well, when we did the girl, uh, the oh. Valentine's Day thing, we posted Ch- uh, Harry Chandler and. Within like ten minutes of it going up, like her account reposted it and like it, it went pretty crazy compared to like our Twitter account's not very strong. Right. It was very strong that day. Um, dude, that Instagram content was amazing. That was a super. Thank fun you day. for pulling that off. Yeah. Like just orchestrating that and it's then getting all those people involved. Thank you to everybody that gave us the videos. Yeah. Like you Shut really up. helped us make a pretty cool little day. Of- everybody was so down too. Like. There wasn't even a, like, hey, I'll try to do it. They're like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, here it comes. It was um, awesome. I think the the All-Star Award would go to Ellen Benson. She can't say. managed to turn it back in, what, 15 minutes? I think it was 11 minutes. 11 minutes. She also orchestrated the largest in-sync seltzer time that I've ever seen. I think that's on record. It's got to be. Because every time we've done it with a lot of people, I don't think we've all had seltzers. 
But yeah, she, she yeah. Other than that, it's the dive bar when you were promoting the Worcester Red Sox jerseys. Other than that, oh, true that one. Yeah, but I think Ellen still had more people. No, Ellen had more people. Yeah, yeah, Ellen had more people. That was it all in unison? Because that's they said that entire bit. They killed it. Yeah, we. I don't even remember if we all did it in unison. This video, I'll find it. But yeah. Shout out Alan Benson, being the best. So, yeah. But yeah, we, uh, well, yeah, I don't know why did we really start talking cool. about that. We were talking that. about just uh, designs and doing stuff for the community. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. So, do you have any more coming? So, you don't have to tell us what it is. But. I know. I, I'm coming up one. I don't know. It's not going to be worship related. It's going to be like a funny thing that I came up with, uh, Jake Mern, um, one of our powers. So, you know, Hot Girl Summer. We, we joked about, like, how everybody's Hot Girl Summer, but we're, like, sad boys, so we might do a Sad Boy Summer. Okay. Release. So, may, maybe that. Or something really funny or something cool. Okay. I do. There was a lot of Sad Boy Summer talk when Jake was here painting for Secret Wall. Or not Secret Walls. Uh, Pow Wall School. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, it was Good. fun. That was fun. Day. He, he, you still owe me a jacket. Send that. <laughs> you you took my jacket from Paolo. I want that back as soon as possible. With some art on the back. It's, yeah. All right. I think it's about that time. Anything else we want to touch on before we move on? No, I think we're good. Uh, maybe or maybe not, depending on when I edit this and when he sends it to me. This may be a new intro from Solon. He says he says something coming. If it's not this week, it's next week. Right. Take us away, buddy. Stokes and pokes, and Stokes and pokes. Stokes and pokes, and Stokes and pokes. Stokes and Stokes and pokes, and Stokes and pokes, and Stokes and Oh my God, thank you, Solon. That was awesome. I'm going to figure <laughs> out which one. We'll figure it out. Depending on oh what Oh my happens. God, Solon. All right, I'll start us off. Um, I'm going to start with a poke because I kind of t- teased it off the, the intro. Yeah. I'm poking Valentine's Day. Um, I think it is insanely over-commercialized. I think we do not need a day where we, two months after what the holiday season, the high holiday seasons of our American society, I don't think we need another day where you're expected to buy a bunch of shit just because you love somebody to show them how much you love them you have to buy them more things Um, okay I think it would be cooler if in the month of February we recognize like it's up to each couple to have their own Valentine's Day in the month of February so you don't have you have a whole month to pick a day and inherently everybody will wait to the last day and then on leap years they'll get an extra day Um, but it's not about gifts. It's not about like that bullshit. It's more about you have to share an experience together that is mutually beneficial and in your both interests. Like do something you both like to do together. Whether it's go on a hike together, go get a massage together, fuck, go to a sports game together. There are those couples, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you do something that is truly meaningful to you and that's how you celebrate Valentine's Day. And then if you get the whole month, the all the prices aren't jacked up just because it's one stupid random holiday. And I know the people in the food industry like it because they probably make a bunch of money. But they do. Again, my my, my brother, he, made, he he works at for sure at Shrewsbury. He made two hundred fifty dollars over tips just for like Valentine's Day week, just one day during the Valentine's Day weekend. 
It's nuts. But just That's think awesome. about that. It'll be all month long. We'll we'll promote restaurants and then that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. I just think it could be better. I'm I'm done with the one day. Yeah. Because then we're already falling into this shit where it was it was the day after Christmas and there were already Valentine's stuff up on the shelves. Yeah. So like now there's whatever other. That's why wait, I'm, wait, I'm, wait. I'm the cheap ass guy who goes in CVS on Valentine's Day and buy chocolate when they're on sale. Oh, the day after. No, no, they, they unstock everything the day after now. Yeah, the like, day after. Yeah, no, on the day of oh, on sale. It's it's half price on the day of. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, that's, I think someplace. Yeah, that's we awesome. would go the day after, and when everything's half off, and then if you run the risk, if you want like the candy hearts, you can go the next week after when they're like seventy five percent off, and they're basically handing you five bucks to take <laughs> all this crap away. Yeah. Um, all right, for the first time, I think ever for me on this show, I am stoked about a TV show. Ooh. Uh, talking about things that we like to do together Sarah and I don't tend to watch a lot of the same content I'm a YouTube fan she likes a little more serial style television she's really into stuff like forensic files and I find that stuff kind of dark I yeah. watch people play video games uh, <laughs> I love comic books um, and a while back there was a comic book that was written by a guy named Joe Hill, illustrated by Gabriel Rodriguez, and it's called Lock and Key. And it's set in a fake Massachusetts town. Oh, so Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft. Okay. Um, so it's set in Lovecraft, Massachusetts in the comic books. They change it to Matheson in terms of Roger, Robert what, Matheson. You know what's funny? I found out, you know, Sabrina is taking place in Greendale. Um, Veronica, so Teenage Witch? Yeah. So, Veronica Fish, who illustrates the comics for uh, uh, Sabrina, lives in Greendale, Worcester, which That's is cool. funny. I just realized that as I watched the show. That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was a Wait, funny coincidence. These are Sabrina the Teenage Witch show? Yeah. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. That's about Greendale... No, it, the place is called Greendale, but it's oh, not Greendale. I am very confused right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't understand so, a whole lot of anything we uh, just talked about the last three minutes. Lock and Key is a story about this big fictional house that has these magic keys, and the keys unlock doors, and the doors lead you to do weird things like go in your own head or you can turn into a ghost, shit like that. Okay. It's super out there. It's somewhere between um, Stranger Things and... Uh, very odd parents. Very odd parents, with okay. like a little Goonies mixed in. Um, huh. I found it really fun. Both Sarah and I are liking it. I like it because I know kind of what happens. It's based on the stories, but they've created some other keys and they've created some other like story arcs to make it fit this medium. Um, but it's really good. We're about halfway through. Sarah and I are liking it, and we're kind of savoring it. We're only going an episode at a time instead of just plowing through the whole thing. Yeah. Because there's like. <laughs> It's intense. It's one of those stories that starts with something really tragic to get your attention right off the bat. And then, like, it's, a lot of writers do it where they start with the most sad thing they can do. Bambi's mom dying. And then they got you. And then you got to fucking follow this character because you feel for him. They did this here. And it's great. And so in the comics, in the television show, like, it's good. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you like that kind of story. Okay. And that's what I got. Hey, Kev, what do you got? So my stoke is that, you know, Hannah and I, we have a tradition that we go to Berkshire every Valentine's Day holiday. Okay. So we actually found out it was like, we did it for the, we did, it's five years, but we did it the fourth time. It's pretty awesome that Ara goes, she came up to me, she's like, it's our anniversary. 
And I thought it was like the funniest and cutest thing ever. That's awesome. I was so happy. I'm like, dude, I'm so excited for this meal. So yeah, that was my soak. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, I know. Uh, the funny thing is, I go to Hannah like, yeah, does uh, CBD count as flowers? So I think I got you flowers for, so I got her rolled up CBD nice. joints. Nice. And I was like, hey, flowers for Valentine's. And she loved it. It was hilarious. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, pokes? Uh, pokes? And there's a lot of pokes, actually. Just came out of the hospital. That was... That was yeah, man. Oh, you yeah. can't stay out of the goddamn hospital. No. That, yeah, this, this medical condition is killing me. Uh, yeah. I hope not. Yeah. No, I actually saw Erin Hockey at Whole Foods, and she goes, if you're back in the hospital again, I'm going to kill you. And I go, how are you going to kill me if I'm already dead? She's like, I'll resurrect you and then I'll kill you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you die, I'm gonna kill you. Hello, Brian. Yeah. No, no, Siri. <laughs> What's going on Siri right now? Siri, Siri found out that I'm, she's an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other pubs will be like, yeah. yeah. So since that public market thing is open, I can't find parking. Yeah. I can't find parking. Doesn't not, exist. I, I'm not like fresh out of the hospital. I can't find any really bad pokes other than the hospital understood yeah that's that's poke yeah well we hope you stay out for at least uh forever yeah yeah i'd say you know if you could give us like 90 plus years of you not being in there anymore i think it'd be dope yeah i was gonna sing my theme (laughs) kevin (laughs) (laughs) take us home ricky all right so my poke this week is actually from uh, something I went to a couple, like, two weeks ago. We went and saw Gretel and Hansel, which, like, I'm not a big, like, scary movie guy at, okay. all, at all. It's not okay. my thing. Like, I don't. I either want to watch, like, a documentary about, like, sports or music, or I want to laugh. Sure. That's it. Not really in the middle. So we go to this movie. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll go. It's cool. It's like a whole squad. We go... I, this movie was not scary to me at all, which I thought was weird because like I, like I, I would have been scared, but I wasn't. It kind of sucked overall. Like really? it didn't make any sense to me. It was more of a stretch than anything else. I ended up falling asleep. I don't really fall you asleep. You fell asleep in the movie? I fell asleep <laughs> in the movie. That's yeah. an expensive way to take a nap. I was thinking the exact it, yeah, same thing. It definitely was. Your grill cover is like slowly blowing behind. It's like, I have this little tiny window into your window through this chair. And all I can see is it moving and it's distracting me so much. I'm like, what is that? I thought there was somebody out there. <laughs> it's a grill cover. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I don't fall asleep. The last time I fell asleep in the movies was when the first Transformers came out. I went with like a whole bunch of buddies and Transformers. It was like right when I, I think it was right when I got out of high school. <laughs> when Shadow Buff wasn't crazy yet. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was like it's like loud. It's yeah. action packed. What's her name's in it? Out. Megan before Megan Fox. Fo- before everybody found out about Megan Fox thumb. <laughs> thumb? She has weird thumbs. She really? Thumbs, yeah. I don't know that. And that's why she doesn't work in anything anymore. It's Actually, weird. no, she just talks about Michael Bay, that's why. Yeah, no, oh. I was just kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I fell asleep during that, and everybody gave me crap because we, like, one week we went to see, like, some, like, rom com, and I stayed awake. 
But then the following week, it was a whole group of us. It was a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls. So, like, the girls pick a movie, the guys pick a movie. And, like, we were, like, dating. We just had this weird friend group where it was, like, almost right down the middle. So, like, one week would go, like, the girls would pick a movie. And then the guys would pick a movie. And then the guys' movie was Transformers. And I fell asleep in, like, ten minutes. And everybody gave me crap about it. That's Like, awesome. the entire, you just, for, like, you two just years. Like a good rom-com. Hey, sign me up. Auto Ricky's roll out. That's it. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing though. I don't go. I hate action. I'm not. I don't hate action movies. I just don't care about them. Sure. But yeah, so I fell asleep in this movie. It sucked. So I didn't hear that part, but I did see Caitlin and Abby and John the next day, and they visited at Worcester Wares. Okay. And they all said how much they hated it, and Abby felt bad because I guess it was her yeah, idea. Yeah, it was her idea. Yeah. So she I, said she wasted everybody's time, and she felt bad. It's all right. It's it is what it is. Fair enough. So that's my poke. Um, my stoke is going back to um, the Valentine's Day thing. I thought it was really cool that there was like an event at Birch Tree. There was an event at Redemption Rock. Like uh, Dead Horse had their thing on Monday. People like I'm I don't understand why we like don't lean more into like those new like made up holidays. You know what I mean? Like, to me, well, it's first like... first off, every holiday is made up, so... I'm well, no, no, I know. I, yeah. But I'm with you. Like, all the more reason to jump on board, because this one just feels good. Yeah, that's what... Like, that's why, like, when it came to, to, to like, what we were going to do for, like, the Valentine's Day part. Like, last year, we did the episode with, like, the girls, and it was awesome. That was super fun. And then this year, we were like, oh, like, what should we do? Should we do another one with them? Whatever. We never did it. And it worked out where, like, we had Lexi and Nate on, who have, like, the anti-Valentine thing anti-Valentine's Day cookies like the naughty Valentine's Day cookies and stuff so I thought that was cool because I think that's a fun take on Valentine's Day agreed where it's like yeah man like you can buy your girlfriend like a funny cookie like it doesn't have to say like I love you on it like if you know what I mean I don't know punch your fart box yeah exactly like I thought that was hilarious I keep saying that anyway keep going (laughs) so when it came to like what we should do with the account thinking about Valentine's Day and I'm like this is way more fun it's different it's interesting. Um, it was cool to see other places in the city like really lean into it as yeah. well. Like I thought that was really really cool. See, when you said Harriet Chandler was going to do one, I was like, yeah. no way. And like she I know we have it. an in with Zoe, but even still, like this, she has important shit to do. Hey. But she's still talking. It was awesome. She Hers- kicked us off. Yeah, that's what I like when they sent it over. I was like, all right, this has to be number one because she literally comes out the gate being like, we should celebrate our girls, and I was like, yo, that's. The entire point of this oh, yeah. is to celebrate the women who are killing it. Oh, yeah. So really appreciate everybody that sent them to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much. That was super, super fun. Um, next year we'll have Rihanna on. <laughs> at least, at least Beyonce. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I DM'd a bunch of like, <laughs> like hey, wildly hey. famous people. Dude, next thing you know, Taylor Swift is just here. She was one of the ones, but none of them. The only person who did open the DM was Erica Nardini, the CEO of Barstool. But she didn't send anything. She opened it. She saw my message and the. I used like the sustainable comfort video as like, like an example. Um, so I'm guessing she probably watched it. That's interesting. So she's the only one that opened it. She just didn't respond. No. Which I didn't expect her to. She's very busy. She's literally running. No, I understand. Massive, massively successful company. But I thought it was cool that she opened it. I was like, yeah, that's dope. Like, hell yeah. But yeah, I was shocked. Like, I figured like once Oprah saw my name pop up, I thought she'd open it. She did. You said the to Oprah. Yo, yeah, I'll, dude. Hold on. Let me see if I can find like the. 
I mean, like, that's like, years, like the Drake and Josh, and said, when are you going to run over Oprah? You said you sent it to real big celebrities, and then you brought up the chick from Barstool, and I'm like, oh, okay, these are like Ricky-style celebrities. Dude. And then you bring up Oprah, who is yeah. like these celebrities. Imagine, you get a seltzer, you get a seltzer, you get a seltzer. So this is the list of like wildly powerful women that I sent it to. Beyonce. Of course. course. Maya, because I was thinking about, yeah, remember Maya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... I don't know why my apology... I think it was because I, when I went to Oprah's thing, it was like, women are people you should follow. And like the second one was Maya, and I was like, what? But then I also thought about how, to this day, I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry Maya in the Lady Marmalade video. Like, she was my favorite one. Like, that, I'll never forget the first time I saw that video, and I was like, this is dope. Because I was in like, what, sixth grade or fifth grade or something? I was like, yo, this is dope. What's up, Maya? It's... To this day. I don't even understand these feelings quite yet, but they're yours. Oh, I understood them very well. <laughs> Maya made me a man. <laughs> Love Maya. Um, Haley Williams from Paramore. Her new song rips. So good. But her new, oh, she's like solo stuff now. It's like, duh. Oh, really? Yeah. I said it to Britney Spears. Because duh. Duh. Is Britney bitch. Missy Elliott. Because duh. Like, yeah. that's... That's my girl. Uh, AOC. I sent it to the band Heim. I sent it to Lizzo. <laughs> the U.S. National Women's Team for Soccer. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Oprah. Blake Lively. Sarah Bareilles. Taylor Swift. Elizabeth Warren. Hillary Clinton. Camila Cabello. Michelle Obama. The Ladies in the Office podcast. Chrissy Teigen. The Ellen Show. Girls Inc. and Erica Nardini. And Erica's the only one who opened it. Your brain is a fascinating place. I was trying to pick, like, what's the most random assortment of, like, A-list or beyond women? Yes. But also, like, a lot of it was just, like, I was like, oh, like, Erica Nardini. Like, it's Barstool. Like, maybe you never know. She's the only... She's the first one I sent it to out of that list. She's the only one that opened it. Girls Inc. Because, duh. The Ellen show, because Ellen always does, like, weird stuff. Oh, I'm not asking you to justify Oh, dude, I, but there's a reason for asking I mean, clearly. And then from there, it just, a lot of it also was who, like, when you go to their accounts, it gives you, like, other accounts you should follow. And the most of them made sense for, like, like when you go to Michelle Obama, it's like, Hillary Clinton. Oh, you know what I mean? They, like, shows you. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of dope. Like, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, as of, like, a day or two after I sent these, none of them have, have opened it. Because it tells you, like, scene. Yeah. Right, none of them. They left you on unread. Yeah, I'm going through right now. So if one of them did open it, I'm probably going to, like, lose my fucking mind. But they never sent anything over. Well, I'm sure you're the dogs. Uh, maybe by next year, they, uh, they'll they send something. Dude, I... It's, it's funny. I usually... I'm when I'm here, I'm usually with Zeke and Rocket. Ricky's, like, taking their place. Kind of weird. I'm kind of like a dog. I just opened the Maya one, and I was like, please let Maya <laughs> She didn't. She didn't. All right. We got to wrap this thing up. Or, or it's two o'clock. Oh, I sent it to Katy Perry, too. Of course. Hot in your cool. Uh, Mr. Kevin Law, if you want people to find you on the internet, how do they find you? They will find me at who's, not who is, who's Kevin Law. That's my Instagram. Uh, design account would be Lala Design Account. I mean, Lala Design Ooh. Studio. I'm sorry. We're good. We're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. And so then the clothing is under... 
uh, com- content, um, content. It's K H O N G T E N. It means no name Vietnamese. Okay. Because I thought it was hilarious. Che actually came out. Yes, we yes. got a new theme for Seltzer Time coming on the way. By the way, Rick and Travis, you're so generous sending me all this inspiration. You're too kind. Okay, so you got. <laughs> You'll see. I am so confused. I am so confused. Um. Oh, mention me in the story. Okay. So, uh, who's Kevin La? La La Design Company. We're losing Ricky. He's checking Instagram stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're, we lost Ricky. Uh, Ricky. I have been Travis. You can find me on the interwebs at, at Hunchback Travis. I have been Ricky. Sorry. <laughs> I have been Ricky. You can find me uh, at DickChuck77, Salter Time Official. Uh, I'm probably chilling in a hammock now while you're listening to this. Hammock Life 2020, that's the move. We will officially be sponsored by the North Face. I don't know if they make hammocks, but I know that they should. And I know we're the ones to use. Uh, keep your cocktails bitter. Shout out to Mezcal Negronis. It's the only thing that matters. I honestly thought about changing the name of this podcast to Negroni Time. I didn't. Mostly because it's not just my decision. Travis is involved as well. But also, we're a little too far into this to be changing the name. As, as your producer, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't... I'm I'm kind of a loose cannon sometimes, especially that's after... that's what we like you. Wild yeah, card Ricky. Couple Negronis in. I'm changing... I'm changing my middle name to Dick, Negroni. Dick, Welch, Dick Well Ricky. What? Dick Well Ricky. <laughs> I thought he said Dick Well Ricky, and I was like... No, Dick Well That's Ricky. a wildly good name. I don't know if it's appropriate for me. <laughs> Dick well, Ricky. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's what's up. Tell your friends. It's Negroni season all year long. It's Mezcal Christmas, 365, 24-7, all day long. Hammocks 2020. Sorry for partying. That's the move. Seltzer Time Podcast is a co-production of Seltzer Time Official and TD Productions. Our intro music is Maple Boy by No Trigger. Our outro music is By the Salt Request. To find past episodes, search for Seltzer Time Official wherever you find podcasts. If you can't find us, let us know by sliding into our DMs on Instagram, at Seltzer Time Official, and we'll get it fixed. Thanks for listening. See you next week.